With the advent of a cashless shopping experience, some cities like Philadelphia worry that low-income shoppers are being left behind. The mayor of Philadelphia signed legislation at the beginning of March that would ban retail stores in the city from going cashless. Was it the right move? We'll explore both sides of this new regulation. Stay with us. This is The Flip Side. Should cashless stores be banned? That's the question both sides will be answering, but first, some context. On March 4th, the city of Philadelphia announced that starting this summer, it would ban all retail stores from not accepting cash. In the city of brotherly love, there has been both criticism and support of this motion, as we'll explore in upcoming segments. We'll now move into the segment against the ban. As the Philly Commerce Department said, Modernization is going to happen with or without Philadelphia. The city of Philadelphia has ignored the truth and made an unnecessary and harmful policy look like a golden ray of light for those in the lower sector of the economy. But in fact, going cashless cuts costs for the businesses. Now, for one of these reasons that it makes those transactions safer. Fox said on March 8th that cash transactions are a big source of loss when not monitored regularly against petty cash reconciliations. The accountants at Cornwell Jackson have written, Cash is the most coveted form of theft, particularly for for employees who suddenly experience an outside issue or concern that requires a quick payment. Now, going cashless means that there's a less chance of fraud, but it also means that businesses have to hire less labor. Vox also said, quote, going cashless at our storefronts frees our employees from collecting, counting, recording, and depositing transactions, said one restaurant executive. But this would also help the shoppers in general, because it means that those shoppers have a frictionless experience. One of these examples would be the Amazon Go stores that the big corporation is trying to implement throughout the U.S., These stores argue that it's better for their business and that digital payments are the future. As the Sweetgreen founders wrote in 2016 upon announcing their switch to cash-free payments. Yet others will say that this future will hurt the lower sector of the American population. Now, if this really is as bad as people say it is, then businesses will recognize that. If we're really cutting out a large portion of the economy, then businesses will suffer by going cashless. Let's not force the businesses. If people want a store that accepts cash, they can go to a store that does. Giving stores this option to go cashless is not the equivalent of banning cash. We'll now move into the segment in favor of the ban. Keep the economy open for business. Don't close off a sector of the economy. Going cashless allows businesses to discriminate against low-income consumers. A large portion of the population don't have bank accounts, and most of those who don't have bank accounts are low-income. An opinion piece in The Hill said that when stores refuse to accept cash, they're sending a not-so-subtle signal to certain customers that they don't belong. Forbes reported that at least 15.6 million people in the United States do not have a bank account according to the FDIC and therefore only deal with check cashing establishments and operate primarily on cash. This demographic, by all accounts, 
seems to intersect with low-income minority and immigrant demographics. If we don't ban stores from going cashless, they'll be able to run off into the future without the low-income sector of the population. Now, others will reply that we're, we would be restricting business freedom, but we're not forcing businesses to get rid of credit cards. We're not stunting the future. You can still have that futuristic piece of plastic, but we're just going to keep the general population, often low-income population, in this race to the future. Now, they'll also tell you that going cashless cuts costs, but it doesn't, because if you don't keep a large portion of the population in this race to the future, it hurts your own business. You're going to lose customers if you cut out that large section. The opinion piece in The Hill also cited the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco when the author said, quote, Most people I know can go weeks without visiting an ATM. It's increasingly easy for many of us to manage our financial lives with credit cards and a smartphone. Yet cash remains the most frequently used payment instrument, used in 32% of all transactions in 2015, down from 40% in 2012. And it is until we guarantee the provision of safe and affordable financial services to everyone, we must allow people to use cash to pay for the things they want and need. Our society is far too divided already without creating yet another barrier to participating in the economy and in civil society. And it is this barrier of plastic that will stand in the way of America as it tries to mend these economic illnesses of poverty and inequality. Cash stores will hurt themselves and the communities they try to serve. And if we want to strive for the future, we have to strive together and for all Americans. We'll now move into the segment Against the Ban. Those who support this new measure will try to feed you a lot of victimhood nonsense that certain groups will be helpless without this ban. But this isn't the truth. The truth is complicated. Now, others will say that businesses will be discriminating against low-income shoppers, but those shoppers can just go to another store, or they can get a credit card. Those businesses aren't forcing them out, they're just saying that there are requirements to shopping at their store. The same way that you can't pay for a Snickers in blocks of gold at your local 7-Eleven, you can't pay with cash at the few stores that go cashless. Now, those in favor of the ban will also tell you that they're not stunting the future, but they are. Amazon has specifically told the Philadelphia government that this measure will decrease the likeliness of an Amazon Go store in Philadelphia. Now, they'll also say, well, you're leaving the population behind then, but if going cashless will hurt the businesses themselves, then the store will switch back to offering cash services. Let's let the businesses decide. When we let the businesses decide, we let the people decide. That's it for the flip side today, but one last thing. While Philadelphia is the first city to pass this legislation, they aren't the only ones who have thought of this kind of a regulation. New Jersey has a bill on the governor's desk that is yet to be signed. In cities such as Chicago, San Francisco, and New York, Washington, D.C., lawmakers are considering this change in one way or another. As always, we thank you for taking the time to listen to the flip side. 
and we do want to let you know that there will be changes to the format, style, and or structure of the show in the weeks to come as we search for the right way to carry out this mission of a new show that presents both sides of an issue. You can listen to other episodes of The Flipside on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and it would also help us immensely if you would take two minutes to rate and review us in the iTunes store. And if you're wondering who made this chill beat, Noel Kagi is our music producer behind the scenes. It's March 16th. This has been The Flipside.